Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeVoe, and this is a happy, hippie place where magic with a K meets the law of attraction. Happy Mother's Day! This is just a really quick note. I'm editing this in to say there are many swear words, F-words, F-bombs coming up shortly. So if you have kids, I don't normally swear this much but there's there's some swearing it's in the context of laughter but I just thought I should give you a heads up if you have kids around and you don't want them to hear all of that hi thanks for joining me for episode 323 of hippie witch magic for a new age my name is Joanna DeVoe and I am the kooky creatrix behind kick-ass witch putting the k in magic and hippie witch the show you are listening to right now I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit. And you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 friends, to the Saturn's Day Evening Post number 20. I now shall present you with Exhibit A in the case of, does Joanna have a life outside this podcast? Yes! Yes, she does, and she has friends! I can only prove one of them to you today. She has friend. Ladies and gentlemen, Exhibit A, Queen Amber of Glendale! Yay! (laughs) Hello! Welcome to the podcast! Thank you so much! Uh, I have to here. I have to say too, this is something I've never done before. Amber is my <laughs> friend. She is a kick-ass witchy mama. Uh, she has nothing to promote to you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an interview. We were just having a text conversation one day, and I peer pressured her into being my co-host. And and here I am. And it happened. And here we are. <laughs> I really want, I want you guys to meet her anyway, because every single time that I'm hanging out with her, which is not frequent, but we go deep fast. Our hangouts are very... Super fast. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Like, it was like that when we met, I feel like. Mm -hmm. We were just like, you know, you Immediately down the rabbit hole together. Yes. Like, you just... insanely awesome. I wish that happened more often. I guess it's special because it doesn't happen that often. I think it would happen every single time, even if it was often. Oh, I just mean with other people. I mean, like, oh, oh, I, I see feel what like saying. I feel like it's like once a decade I meet somebody yeah. where I'm just mm-hmm. like instant. Like, I love you. You're mine, and this is it. <laughs> You're mine. Here yeah. we go on our adventure. <laughs> yes, I met my friend Marlene in the gym in my twenties, and we had like a moment like that. I remember. Mm-hmm. I I remember seeing her in the gym and thinking like, I don't know why, but I know I'm going to be friends with that that woman. And then I love that the, feeling. Isn't it? I a good know feeling? that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I need to get out more. Maybe people listening are like, what's a decade? What the hell, lady? <laughs> no, I do. I think it's rare for everyone. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I can't be friends with people, but where you just meet somebody and you're like, I know who you are. I feel like that I know who you are. click. Yeah. 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 So I, I thought we could warm up by me reenacting the text conversation that led to this moment. 
That sounds fabulous. I'm probably just going to laugh the whole time. Okay, so out of the friggin' blue, Amber starts a conversation with me like this. Why, in all caps, why is licorice in every tea blend? Every tea. <laughs> every tea. And we, it was her birthday shortly before this text thread started. And I, I got her this kick-ass mug. I think it's kick-ass. It's a travel mug from Starbucks. It lives with me. I love it. I have my own. I got my kid and I, we each got one for Christmas one year. And we use them all the time. They're so cool. They're like these ceramic travel mugs and there mm. there was one i wanted it has like a blue hand on it doing a p uh it looks like a p symbol but it's actually spelling out l a and it's pink and it looks like girly punk rock and i was like i kept picking it up and like i want this but that's silly i don't need this and i already have one i love i want this but that's silly i don't need one like i went back and forth with it and then i was like <laughs> Amber's birthday is coming up. Amber's birthday is coming up. So I got that, and I'm like, and I need tea to go with it because you can't give a birthday present of a tea mug without tea. So I no, just, you cannot. I just asked you, what do you love? What do you hate? <laughs> and somehow we got on the subject of that licorice sucks ass, and they put it in so many things. And then, however many weeks later, I just get this text: Why is licorice in every tea blend? <laughs> I bought yet another tea, another tea, and I didn't see that it was in the ingredients. Right. Yes. And I got it home, and I started drinking it. I was like, ah, oh, I just <laughs> want my sleepy tea without this nasty flavor in my mouth. I know. So here's here's the I'll get, I'm going to do the rest of the conversation because I love it. So my answer to why is licorice in every tea blend was right. Hashtag the licorice conspiracy. And then you wrote, get it out. And I accidentally bought one. I thought I had read it all. And then myself. Oh, I do hear that. Amber's in her car, by the way, people. <laughs> that was gnarly. Sorry about that. <laughs> It was like a drive-by car fart in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> I was drag racing next to me. Okay, so back to the tea. I said, yes. I feel like I'm a tea-drinking ninja expert, and still, I do it all the time. They sneak it into the ingredient list <laughs> for flavors you would never think to find it in. It is definitely a conspiracy, and puka is the worst. That shit is a... <laughs> That shit is expensive, and the boxes are irresistibly gorgeous, and they sneak it into the most unsuspecting flavors. And then you wrote, and also, just before we came on here, I have to say, we had a little debate about, is it puka or pukka? I'm going to say puka, because puka makes me laugh. <laughs> it's spelled P. Yeah, P I'm going to go with that. Okay, so let's say puka, but it could be pukka. So Amber says... I want to go to every tea section with post-it notes saying, beware, contains fucking licorice. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, then you acknowledge that you indeed, you had bought the puka. So yep. um, in answer to the post-it notes of beware, contains licorice, I said, you are a good citizen. Fuck puka. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my new t-shirt logo. <laughs> logo. And you said, fluffy bunners hate Puka, fuck them and their gorgeous fairy packaging. <laughs> and we went, we went on and on and on. I'll just end by saying that is my new T-shirt subtitle: fuck, pu fuck puka, 
fuck them and their gorgeous fairy packaging. God damn you and your fairy packaging. Just, I hope everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> there's, this, they may not. there's this tea brand that you can get at Whole Foods. And other other places, but Whole Foods has a giant display of it, and every box is a wonder. It's so pretty. And it's expensive, too, which really just heightens the swear words once you realize there's licorice <laughs> in it. If you don't like li- licorice, is so domineering. Like, it, it's... Yeah, it takes over. Yes, and this brand, you also corrected me at some point in that thread. I was spelling it P-U-K-A, and there's two Ks. They have to be special, apparently. P-U-K-K-A. I don't know what... What is Pukka? Puka. I don't know. It Doesn't it kind of I'm... sound like a Spanish swear word when you say Puka, though? <laughs> I think I'm going to start using that in front of the kids. <laughs> oh, Puka. Tanner loves to almost swear. Lately, he's been telling me to fudge off. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm, like, weirdly yeah. proud of it. My kid just told me to fudge off. <laughs> Oh my goodness. The first time he did it, the first time he did it, he did not have very much language at that point. Uh Uh-huh. And he's in the back seat saying, peach, but he was saying it like, peach, but he was saying peach. (laughs) And I was like, what did I just hear? And he's like giggling to himself (laughs) and practicing. And I'm like, you can't say that. And I'm like, I'm like telling my kid he can't say the word peach because of the tone he's saying it in, you know, like, (laughs) peach. I can go way down the wormhole of of bad words, too, because it's very weird which words get selected for that. It's so true. It's just a combination of sounds, but we give it so much weight. Yes. Yeah. Well, I got in big, bad trouble when I was a kid. We couldn't say anything worse. We, dang was a swear word. We weren't allowed to say Mm -hmm. dang, and we weren't allowed to say (laughs) butt, as in my ass. We couldn't say butt or dang. What did you have to say instead? Bottom. (laughs) Hi, I'm two. This is my bottom. This is my bottom. And the best, my cousin April. <laughs> I, I, other people say this. I've never heard it before, but I can bear. I cannot say it without snorting. Probably. Um, okay. Front butt. <laughs> I say that. Why? Oh my god! It's like the funniest thing in the world. I can't. I feel like they might say it over in the UK. I mentioned it at some point, and people were like, "Yes, front butt is a thing." <laughs> I'm referring to something else when I say that, though. I am referring to my mama pooch. Front butt. Oh wait, you're not talking about the the vagina no. area. I am not. I am talking about my mama pooch. What is your mama pooch? I already know, but I just want you to say. <laughs> I have a bit of stomach area from having three children where um, it's a little bit flabby, and I call it my front butt. Oh, my God. That is so funny to me. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) To all the mamas and their front butts. I have to say, Amber has the cutest figure, just to let you know. (laughs) Even though she's picking on herself. It's like a shocking (laughs) figure. It's like you notice it when she walks by. Like, you... (laughs) 
Why, thank you, my dear. <laughs> yes. And I've had Mama Wolf in my head all weekend so far because Mother's Day is coming up. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hey, Mama Wolf. <laughs> I love that. Are song. you doing something special for Mother's Day? We're going to Home, which is a restaurant in Silver uh-huh. Lake that Tanner calls Homes. But since oh. I have nobody to do Mother's Day for me, I have to do it for myself. Yes. So we're going to Homes. Awesome. And my when and, I when I told my mom that she sent me forty dollars, so she, so somebody else was doing something nice for me for Mother's Day. So, oh, so my, yes, Mama. So my mommy is paying for my Mother's Day brunch. <laughs> you have how beautiful. You have a lot of people. You do you know I, what happened? I, I felt like such a jerk. I saw the Isle of what? I saw the Isle of Dogs, the movie Isle of Dogs, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. super in love with it and so excited. Your husband is a graphic designer and yep. so I'm texting you like you have to see Isle of Dogs. And then I'm texting you and Lee have to see Isle of Dogs. And I'm like, actually your kids would love it. You all have to see it. And then afterward I was like, that's the meanest thing I've ever done. She has five kids. I was like adding up how much that would cost. Or she has five people in her family. She has three kids. I'm like, I was basically like, just go burn a hundred dollars. <laughs> At least. I mean, by the time we buy the tickets, it's like, I don't know, 70-something dollars. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah. And your poor kids, if they dare ask for popcorn. Oh, you know what? Lee is a softie, so ah. we we go to the movies when it's really, really, really important to do so, and then uh, we we do it upright. Are you guys going to see, you have, I bet, you're going to see Star Wars, the solo, solo? Oh. Absolutely. We we go and see all of the Avengers movies. Um, I was it's funny because when I was growing up, I was never really into any of that stuff. I wasn't into comic books. I wasn't into superheroes. Um, But I have come to absolutely love them and look forward to them because of my family, because of the family that I've created. And we um, we get excited together and. I don't know. It's just turned into this really, really fun thing that was not part of my life before. Mm-hmm. Well, who are these people we're talking about? You got, there's five of you. So there's Amber. Do we want to, me. do we want to say their names or just keep them like vague stick figures? <laughs> I think we can say their names. I'm good with that. Um, so I feel, I want to say too, in case okay. your family's listening, I felt the same way about them that I did with you when I met you. Oh, when I so met, beautiful. When they I met too. your husband, I was like, I love him. And then I met your kids, and I was like, I love them. I love I don't, them. My people. I don't know why. It was just a vibe. It was just a vibe. And everybody else felt the same and was like, when's Joanna coming over again? Yay. When are, when are we going to see Tanner again? Hey, can we <laughs> save this golf ball for Tanner? Yeah. <laughs> Chloe gave Tanner, one of your daughters, gave Tanner a little ball. So that was that's instant friendship if you give Tanner. Mm-hmm. Was it not orange also? Mm, I don't remember. Tanner certainly could tell you, but he's out watching Nickelodeon <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the people. So they're not stick okay. figures. Who are they? So my husband is Lee and we've been together for 18 years and he's a hunk and is he is a, a hunk. totally fun guy. <laughs> and I, my eldest just turned 15. Her name is Magnolia June. And she goes by Maggie and my middle gal is 11 
Her name is Chloe Luna. And my little guy is Liam Gabriel. And we named Liam Liam because it's a combination of our first names. Lee and Am. Liam. Oh, that's so cute. That explains it because Tanner got confused in the beginning. Uh huh. So I was telling him it's like his dad, but with an M. Mm, I see. I can see how that would be confusing. Lee and Lee M. Mm. <laughs> so we can re- <laughs> so we can remember. You never told me that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is unbelievably different to name a boy child than it is to name a girl child. Oh, you got very and witchy with your girls. E- yes. Uh, uh, Unintentionally, I was not uh, quite aware of my witchiness yet. Um, oh, it's, that, it's, always, it's there. always there. I was just going to yeah. say, if you come to that pl- point in your life, you can look back and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yes. that, look what I named my kids. My <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Magnolia. Oh, look, what I named, look what I named my uh, imaginary friend when I was three. His name was Magic Harry. <laughs> Whoa, J.K. Rowling, J.K. Rowling. And I got so mad because my mom opened the window one time and he flew out and I never saw him again. That's... I guess I didn't need his magic anymore. But my first friend, because all of my friends were adults at that age, my first friend was somebody I made up who was magical. Oh, my gosh. Magic Harry. <laughs> Yeah. What kind of stuff did he do before he flew out the window? Well, he hung out with me a lot because I was alone a lot. I'm an only child and there were no cousins or neighbor kids. It was just me and my imagination. So we hung out a lot and I did a lot of talking to him and playing dolls with him. And he flew around and he had sort of like the typical uh, blue hat with stars on it. And he was like (laughs) a... Like a short little gnomey kind of guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I fall a little bit more in love with you every time. Every time we hang out. Thank you, I my learn dear. I just learn these things and I'm like, That's the cutest <laughs> thing ever. Did your did your mom acknowledge him? Yes. Mm. Uh huh. She does not remember letting him out the window, though. She insists. <laughs> she insists that that's not true. That she would never do that. Isn't but it? That's what happened. It's fascinating that he never came back. Yeah. Well, I. I'm guessing that I outgrew him. He knew I didn't need him anymore. No. Oh, maybe he went to some other kid. I hope so, because he was awesome. Oh my gosh! I have to say something that is not related to this conversation at all. That just popped okay. into my head. Um. <laughs> <laughs> where's my notes where's my notes what did I say okay so last week I was talking about um I'm just always saying I'm in love with this person or in love with this thing I think I'm just a lover I love love yes I, I love falling. I'm that way as well I just like falling in love with people and and movies and stuff like that and I was talking about Rod Rosenstein which is the least most unexpected person I think like <laughs> He is not an artist. He is not an artist. He's part of the Mueller investigation. It's very confusing. <laughs> but I saw him talking, and I could just see his passion. Like, I saw his soul. Mm-hmm. I saw his inner child, because he got excited talking about his hero, Robert Jackson. And mm. I was like, what's his name? And then I said, Robert Johnson on the podcast. And 
I realized after I kept thinking about it, I was like, his name is not Robert Johnson. Why did I say that? And then it occurred to me like, oh my God, Robert Johnson is like, we wouldn't even have rock and roll today if it wasn't for Robert Johnson. Um, because he, he, he wrote music. He was a singer songwriter and, and a, a, a blues musician. And he wrote mm-hmm. Crossroad. I went to the Crossroad and got down on my knees, which is right. I'm, every witch loves that. And I was like, how did I do that? I feel so bad. <laughs> and yet that I like jacked up his legacy by call <laughs> by thinking he was like an attorney general. And then, um, <laughs> So I'm like Robert Jackson. I need to give credit to both of these men because apparently they were both excellent men. So that Robert Johnson. Yes, absolutely. Robert Johnson is, is the blues singer, songwriter, and musician from America. Robert <laughs> Jackson, I'm just going to read to you from Wikipedia because I don't know Robert Jackson. According to Rupert to wikipedia he was an american attorney and judge who served as an associate justice of the united states supreme court he had previously served as united states solicitor general and united states attorney general and is the only person to have ever held all three of these offices that's pretty cool that might be why he's rod rosenstein's hero that's why he looks up to him yeah but this piece i think is the real thing that like sealed the deal for him jackson was also notable for his work as the chief united states prosecutor at the nuremberg trials of nazi war criminals following world war ii there you go so i had to make that correction i usually don't correct myself because almost every single episode I say something wildly inaccurate (laughs) 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 and I just let it go (laughs) I like get my words mixed up or I don't know like names flip-flopped around but in that case I had I just felt like no these two great men deserve at least (laughs) me to to say their names correctly and everybody to know who they are Mm -hmm. so um, also, how happy, or maybe you aren't, you're the sunshine lady, but I'm very happy that it's cloudy in LA. It is gorgeous right now, and I'm very happy to not be sweating. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do love the sun. I do not love sweating. It's a conundrum. Mm, yes. It's a problem. I have a small comfort range. indeed (laughs) that is a product that is a product of domestication daniel vitalis is very interested when he talks about this he calls us oh i forget something like homo fragilis is like what what we've become because we're so we have every like we just stay in these homes that are moderated the temperature so it never Mm. dips below 65 or goes over 85 (laughs) and so we can't handle like weather he also does this awesome thing or he used to uh during his lectures and stuff where he would talk about like to go in our natural environment like in a forest right and survive Mm -hmm. we would be dead in like a day and he said in no time girl and we would also look at like crazy to everybody else there to all the animals we would look we would have to travel through like astronauts because we come through with like our super special waterproof boots and the giant (laughs) pack on our head that's like tall or on our back that's like taller than our head and all our gear and equipment and it's like and the animals are like uh you got all you need what are you doing yes so like the irony is like we literally have we've denatured ourselves we have it's it's pretty crazy yep i would like to 
not necessarily the whole rewilding thing, but I do feel like I need to go stick my feet in the dirt more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an awesome book called Earthing by Clinton mm-hmm. Ober. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have that book? I haven't read it yet. You can borrow mine. Okay. I don't like giving lending books, but I know where you live. You know where I live. (laughs) So so many books. Like, if you lend a book out, this is the rule if you're a book nerd. Never lend a book out that you care about getting back, ever. Just don't do that. Absolutely. Don't do that. Um, And I am both a perpetrator of this and a victim. I had... (laughs) (laughs) The the one, like, thing that comes to mind is not really my fault. I met this guy in my 20s, mid mid to late 20s, and I knew him for half a second. Half a second. He was a friend of a friend. (laughs) And I don't know why I was at his apartment, but I was, and we were talking about woo-woo, new-agey stuff, and he's like have you ever read this book? And it was um, Astrology for the Soul by Jan Jan Spiller. And I was like, no. He's like, oh, you have to. He, like, pushed it on me, like like people who love books do. (laughs) Yes, we do. And I still, (laughs) I never give it back to him. But it's really because I don't know that I ever saw him again. And it's maybe the most abused book that I have. I... (laughs) It was a gift from the Super universe. Loved. I would, yes. I really think he was a book angel that came through my life, <laughs> that I was meant to have this book. And people who have been listening to me for a long time totally know that I have talked about this book again and again and again, mm-hmm. and I recommend it. It's a mind-blowing book. It's about the nodes, which people talk about now, but back then, and I would say for like the first 10 to 15 years I owned that book, Nobody that I talked to knew what the nodes were, the south and the north nodes right. in astrology. And if you only knew that, it could be so instructive for your life. So, mm, wow. Um, sorry, I don't normally preach at Amber like this, but I'm on the pot. I'm on my microphone, so I'm confused. I can't decide if I'm a friend <laughs> or a podcaster right now. You're doing all right. You're doing good. I'm okay. right here with you. Okay. <laughs> How's your tarot journey going? Ah, well, I am both scaling it back a bit already and, and loving it more. What I mean is I think that I was trying to um, jam so much information into myself and trying to sort of um, put this pressure on myself to sort of catch up to people who have been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Wait, and when I don't did know. you start? Let's tell people when you started so they have some context here. Okay. So the first time I had a deck was 97 or 98 given to me by someone who was a witch and I had never met anyone who used that moniker. And, um, she said, I think that you need to have these. And I was obsessed with playing with them. As you know, I <laughs> could not remember what deck this was. Mm. I had to do all of this internet hunting of the backs of cards to figure out that it was the Robin Wood tarot. And so... Uh, yes, you I, thought it was the Rider Waite for a long time. Mm-hmm, and then you thought mm-hmm. it was something like the Golden Rider Waite or... I could not figure it out. It was, and it was driving me crazy. 
So I finally figured it out. So but, wait, uh, so that's now. Like you went hunting back for this original mm-hmm, deck. Why did you get mm-hmm. rid of the first one? So initially I was in love with trying to learn how to read it. I had never even really, aside from, you know, a, a fortune teller in a movie, I had never been exposed to tarot. So uh, I kind of became obsessed with reading it and I took the little white book and uh, copied it onto notebook paper word for word to try to memorize it. Mm-hmm. And the first time that I read for someone else, it was a girlfriend of mine. I hadn't seen her in a long time. And uh, she's like, you're making me cry right now because this is so true and where I am. And I haven't seen you in ages. You don't know any of this stuff. And so I, I was really, really in love with it because I grew up evangelical and because I still had a bunch of, um, just things hanging on in my mind. Um, I got really weird and I threw them away. Mm-hmm. Which I know is like, oh my god! No, I've really done, terrifying. I've done, I've done things like that. I threw a Ouija board away <laughs> for <laughs> for for similar reasons. Yeah, and so um, I'm trying to figure out when I got reinterested in it. Not too long ago. I mean, like you got passionate about it maybe in the fall or the end of mm-hmm. last summer, something like mm-hmm. that. But I got reinterested in it maybe three years ago. And and I started watching all kinds of videos and, and toying with the idea of getting another deck. And, uh, and then Joanna bought me my first second deck, (laughs) (laughs) my first deck in this time of my life, um, for my birthday, the wild unknown. And it is so beautiful and I love it so much. And, uh, I decided that I was going to put a cap on how many decks Mm. I bought initially. I have a rule. I can't buy any more decks until I can read without looking at a book. We'll see how long that that lasts. (laughs) So far, so good. I I do look at decks. I look at them. Yeah. I drool over them. Yeah. And then I say, remember your rule, lady. Who is the queen of this situation? I am. I am not (laughs) buying any more decks until I can read without looking at the book. And then I click away from the beautiful tarot deck. I just want to say this to you and to all people who, who are beginning a tarot journey. You can, I am a huge fan of studying the book and learning from the book. And I highly recommend... The Companion Guide to the Tarot Illuminati for the 10 millionth time for doing that. And I have a copy because of you. Oh, my God. Um, So (laughs) I highly recommend that. But uh, I will say that you could learn how to read it without the book in the afternoon because it's an intuitive thing. And you can Mm – and and if you – the book is like Dumbo's Feather. If you just, like, hide the book in the closet and force yourself to read without it, like – you'll have amazing readings like the one you gave your friend back in the day. Right. I wish that I would have continued at that point because I didn't have any frame of reference. I didn't have any exposure. And so I, I feel like I was going more on intuition than, than I am now. 
So at first I was, like I said, I was trying to jam all of this information into my brain and, um, I just decided that I was going to allow myself the space, uh, to go slower. And so, um, I pull a card a day if I get to it and I read, um, about four different books (laughs) 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 to compare and contrast. And I also, there's a website that I look at, um, and I'm terrible because I can't remember the name of it right now. But um, Bitty and I, it might be. No, it, no, it's Little Red. You're in actually. Shauna Hill's group, Tarot Nerds on Facebook. Yes, I am. And so what I do is I sort of look at all of this reference material and get a gist of what others um, are saying about the card. And it's sometimes very, very different. And I take that not with a grain of salt, but you know, um, I also put my own feelings into it and I have a binder and, uh, have these little teeny tiny tarot cards that I paste onto a piece of notebook paper. And then, um, I write my own interpretation based on what I'm seeing in the card, what I feel from the card and the things that I've picked up from what I'm reading that makes the most sense to me based on what the card looks like to me and feels to me. So that's what I'm doing and I'm going very slow and I am trying not to Aries my way through it is what I'm saying. <laughs> You're Virgoing your way through it with a that is with the right. binder, with the binder and all that. I mean, you're like a nerd. <laughs> you're a nerd. I'm nerding out and I'm allowing myself to be the nerd that I am. I am the yes. queen nerd. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Well, what's, <laughs> I almost bought a tarot deck a couple days ago. I, I have my one deck. I don't know why that it's just magical for me. I get amazing readings with it. I have right. other decks that I really love. One that I paid so much money for. I don't like to use it. I just like to look at it <laughs> and just be like, aren't you special? Oh, you're so pretty. You are so beautiful. Yeah. Don't, don't go out of order. Yeah. And so somebody, <laughs> this is how it happens. This is why tarot readers have crazy numbers of tarot decks somebody Uh posts a picture online of a Uh beautiful card and before you know it you're like paypal and (laughs) somebody posted a picture on twitter it's always it always comes back to twitter with me right and um I asked, what deck is that? And they said, Pagan Otherworld or Pagan... Oh my God, that's on my list. Pagan Overworld. Is it over or other? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. It is Pagan Otherworlds, I believe. Okay. That deck... And it is gorgeous. It's $50. It's it's $50, and which I think is a lot for a tarot deck. Not that Mm -hmm. I won't pay that, but so once I saw it was $50... I was like, let us go back and inspect these cards and make sure we really, really want them. Mm-hmm. And the reason I, the only reason I didn't get them, I was all like hovering over the buy it now button because the <laughs> cards are beautiful, but I like. They're packaged beautiful too. I like. Beautifully, But rather. I like people. Mm-hmm. And the minor arcana has no people. 
Yeah, and, I feel you on that and one. And that is the traditional way. That is the mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. actually how it's supposed to be. But I am I'm a people person. <laughs> I even, I even had issues with um the Wildwood Tarot. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar with that, but it's all I am. It's mostly animals. But I yeah, love I'm, the I'm not pe- down with that. I love the people. I'm I'm a definitely a people person when it comes to tarot. Like I just mm-hmm. need people faces. I don't know why. It could be a man, it could be a woman, they could be black, they could be fat, they could be skinny. It's I just need there to be a person. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I need to have something somebody that I am relating to mm-hmm. in the card. I think for me, it's cinematic. I think I have such okay. a, a movie brain. That, yeah, that's the way your brain works. Yeah, I look, and that's why I love my my favorite deck is the Tarot Illuminati, and it looks like like Game of Thrones. It looks mm-hmm. like a movie or HBO TV show or something. It does. So my some of them look like uh, videos to me, like uh, MTV style old school oh, that, videos. The, the some of them. Second deck they came out with that we were looking at with Lee. And, mm-hmm. and Eric and wasn't and that the one that had the hermit? And I was like, oh, that's so Led Zeppelin. Um, yeah, I think no, no. The the hermit is Led Zeppelin in the Terra Illuminati. So now everybody ah, go okay. look up Google Terra Illuminati <laughs> and the hermit card. You can give us feedback so, feedback on that. Do you sometimes do you sometimes find that somebody will put up a picture of a deck and you're like, oh oh my God, I have to go look up that deck. Mm-hmm. But then you go and you look up the deck and there is one card <laughs> that you're like, oh, that doesn't feel like that card to me. Or that doesn't, that's not how that's supposed to look. And then it ruins the entire deck for you. Every deck has that card to me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Even mine. Really? I, I pulled the card today. That is the deal breaking card for the Terra Illuminati for me. And it's the Hierophant. Because oh, really? the Hierophant is this like papal pope kind of looking Catholic dude with like the whole big costume on. And then in front of him are two monks bowing. Uh-huh. And, um, and he has like a very unfriendly look on his face. So uh-huh. in addition to being like, hello, this is the religious establishment that is controlling everything and <laughs> destroying the environment and hiding scandals and blah, blah, like that's Here is the patriarchy. And yes, the is how I feel yeah. when I look at it. And he looks mad. And then- yeah. <laughs> He's really, really smug about it. Yeah. It's just like, can I please, <laughs> can you make me an alternative to this? card that exactly fits this deck please <laughs> yeah and so it is that that's just the card that you do not like yes or okay so my thing is that I will look at a deck and it's not necessarily a specific card I will just see a card and go oh I don't really like that one and then it'll ruin the whole bunch for me I don't like the way it looks or I don't like the way it feels or does it seem like it's giving me like the queen of wands vibe or uh, whatever. Yeah. And so, and so it ruins the entire so you deck have for me. Perfect. A perfect tarot deck. Right. You're well, saying? I had to scale it back. Like I said, and I am being nerdy scholarly. I am only, only using Rider weight right now. Oh, that's very classic. That's a good deck, though, for you know, learning, I think, and doing what I you're doing. I think so, too. 
Yeah, that's cool. I, so, do you, are, I, I'm wondering, you're saying, I, I, I need to, did, is my phone ringing? It can't be. My ringer's off. Okay. Must be a neighbor. Um, <laughs> You're saying you won't buy a deck if there's a card that you don't like because it ruins the deck for you. So I'm saying the cards, the decks that you own right now are perfect. There's no card in there that ruins it for you that you don't like. Like the ones you own are perfect. 78 card. Everything is happy, good, beautiful. Uh, no, I think I made an exception, an exception for the Dame Darcy one because I wanted it so badly because I love her art. That's a but great there are a one to collect. It is, it is so fun and cute. And I know that there's a little bit of controversy behind it because it's kind of a copy of another deck, but, um, there's a, a do you know about this? No. Okay. So there's a mermaid deck. I think it's low Scarabeo or something. And, uh, it looks like maybe she copied it directly from that deck. What? Like, so I'm not even kidding. And there's a whole thing about like people blogged about it online and stuff and like made a big, huge deal out of it. And I was just reading about it recently. Um, and so I went to look at the comparisons and I was like, Oh yeah, I guess she kind of did do that. Oh, weird. <laughs> God, yeah, so many scandals of- on the internet. I can't take uh, all the internet scandals. Seriously, step away from the internet, people. <laughs> Except what are we doing right now? We're on the internet. Yeah, that's why I worry about the internet scandals. I'm like, <laughs> I'm next. What is it? What are they going to find out? I sleep with a stuffed hippo named Hank. Well, now you've told everybody, so there's no scandal. That's what I'm saying. I tr- you have to try to get out in front of that shit. <laughs> Be up front. Mm-hmm. The front butt. <laughs> <laughs> lead with your front butt lead with it okay i have to change the subject because you're such a hair person okay and this does involve another witch vaguely for ha- for a moment um diana chin who diana is a really cool witch that everybody should know and you might know if you're like really in the witchy online people that socialize together community, whatever you want right. to call that. Um, but you can look her up on Twitter. If you're like me and you like Twitter, Diana Chin tweeted, mm-hmm. tweeted today. She says she tweets every day, but this tweet <laughs> rocked my world. She said, I don't even know what the whole tweet means, which is f- hilarious because I parted with $40 shortly thereafter. Um, she said, <laughs> so I discovered rose gold deep hair treatment for brunettes from O Veritone Color, and I nabbed it ASAP, planning mm-hmm. to do my hair just in time for the changes. I don't know what the changes are. <laughs> 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 and I am not a, a brunette, but when I saw rose gold deep hair treatment, I was like, what is that? What is that? Uh, I did that in the shower today, actually. Is it overtone color? It is overtone, and I, there's two different kinds you can get one in a bottle that's kind of for every day and then there's one that's a mask a deep conditioning yes yes and it's in a tub and it's 25 dollars of magic i absolutely love it i recommend it for people who want to use fun color but are fickle like me yay (laughs) oh my god my hair is pink right now girl it is I've had some pink hair dye since 
like temporary manic panic. I've had it mm-hmm. since uh, gee whiz, two thousand eleven, I think, is when <laughs> I got it. And I really like my hair. Uh, I, I do. I complain about my skin every time I see you. I feel like I do. Yes, but I love my hair. My hair is because like, your hair is gorgeous, and it's me. It just feels like me, and yes. I and it's always my friend. I've never. Mm-hmm. Hate, it doesn't let you down. No, I just even when it's just all stringy and greasy and braided, I just still love it. I don't know why. We were it's, at the doctor the other day, and Liam goes, "Hey, is that Joanna?" Because it was someone from behind with gorgeous long blonde <laughs> oh, hair. Tell him, thank you. <laughs> my kid, my kid likes to tell me my mom looks like Barbie. My mom looks like Barbie. Um. Uh. Anyway, so I I like chickened out because oh, my hair absorbs color like, and then it never never it lets it it never lets it go. I I wanted to be, uh, Poochie. Do you know what Poochie is? In the in the eighties, there was a dog named Poochie. Poochie, yes, I had stationery, girl. Poochie for girls. So I <laughs> I dressed up as a punk rock. I wanted to be a punk rock girl, so I ratted my hair, and it turned into this big like ratted ponytail on top of my head that I spray painted pink. And then I decided I looked like Poochie, so I was telling everybody I was Poochie, and <laughs> this was in like fifth or sixth grade. <laughs> And then it wouldn't, it just wouldn't leave my head. I had pink hair for so long after, and this was not at a time when having pink hair was cool at elementary school. Right. It was weird. It was what punkers did. We called them punkers, and they were like people in movies. We didn't see these people in real life. And so I I was upset. Or anytime my hair turned green, like from swimming. From the the swimming swimming, pool. Yeah. It just stayed forever. So I have like hair dye, uh, uh, intrepidation. I don't know. So this stuff is like, it's a hair conditioning treatment. So it doesn't like jack your hair up. Right. That's right. And then it washes out over so many washes. Yes. Um, of course, if your hair is bleached, uh, it, the color absorbs more and it lasts longer. Um, excuse me, but, uh, I really, really love it because it, fades beautifully it is not like manic panic where it's in your towel every time you wash your hair um and my hair is softer after i use it and uh it's really fun that's what they claim i i did i was like reading all their facts and Mm -hmm. um, it's actually true it says this this is what they say overtones overtone is the name of the company i don't know why the v is capitalized but it is i don't overtone. I don't know. Okay, so this is what they say. The overtone conditioners are pigmented. That's how they deposit color. But that Mm -hmm. is where the similarity with dye stops. Overtone contains, this is everybody hippie witchy-ish here will like this. It contains no harmful chemicals, no peroxide, no ammonia, no heavy alcohols, and nothing that will dry out or damage your hair, even if you leave it on for hours every day. We are all about healing. We're all about healing and coloring at the same time. So your hair can stay bright, healthy, and low maintenance. Doesn't that just sell it? That's why I gave them my money. And it came out to be... <laughs> oh, a... you bought some? Yeah. And it was a oh. lot because I paid shipping. 
because I, I don't know, it was just a very impulsive thing. And then when it was over, after I had like the, I don't know, it, it felt like it happened to me. I don't know. <laughs> and when it was over, after I hit buy it now, this little window pops up that says, share the love, give friends $10 off their first order, and you'll get $10 when they make a purchase. Offer valid only for new customers with minimum purchase of $30. Offer cannot be combined with other offers. And I'm like, well, crap, I didn't get a coupon. Like, I was like... <laughs> was my first thought my second thought was i should put this on twitter and then my third thought was like hell no i'm sharing this on my podcast <laughs> so i literally am going to share my affiliate link <laughs> for overtones i've never even used it i might make all the hair fall out of your head this can't be a real it, it endorsement does not <laughs> I just did, like, I literally just did it two hours ago. Well, if people are listening and they want their hair to be rose rose gold or yellow or bright pink or purple or green or blue. Or teal. All the colors. And they want to save $10. Like, use my link, dude. Use it. Get you some. The other The other cool thing that they do is um, if you have a special fashion color that you have done to your head maybe by uh your hairstylist or you mix colors or whatever they will um look at what you have and tell you which colors you should get in order to maintain that color that you have okay here's what i want to say to you amber yes ma'am how are you not like in the marketing business or sales or have a podcast or like you say things i'm like I feel like I have to tell them she is not a paid advertiser. She did not come on here to promote Overtone Hair. I didn't even know she knew what it was. I thought I was going to tell her something new. I thought I was going to say something new. Not about hair. Not ever. I know. I know you love hair. I thought it was something new. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. But also, like, how many times have I stopped you in the middle of a conversation and been like, why don't you start a YouTube channel? You should have a podcast. This Mm, is my secret uh motivation in having you on here. Either A, Mm. I'm going to score a co-host maybe every once in a while. That would be fun. (laughs) So fun. Or B, the world will get Amber something because you're like, just why? Well, you're like this little hidden gem in the hills of Glendale. (laughs) Thank you, my dear. It is coming. It is brewing in my mind. What? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Some sort of channel situation. A YouTube channel situation? Yes, ma'am. That would be I, so fun. I would like to do that. And uh, I have some ideas about how I want to go about it, what I want it to look like. And uh, yeah, it's a coming. Are your kids going to be humiliated? Uh, no, they already think I'm crazy. (laughs) I bet they don't. I bet they think you're cool. (laughs) You know if you have a cool mom. I feel like kids know. Like, you're mean to your mom. I'm not saying that doesn't make you nice. Like, we're we're jerks to our mom for a certain period of time. For some of us, it lasts a really, really, really long time. Show show does. (laughs) (laughs) For some of us, it's a lifetime's work. But... (laughs) But I feel like deep down inside, you know, like, I actually, I have a cool mom. Like, you know. I think my kids do, but they also are very like, oh, that's such a mom thing. 
that just happened to you. Why? I forget. You told me that. Somebody said that to you about something. <laughs> I think, was it your mug? Was it the mug I bought you? Oh, yes, it was the mug you were just talking about. I showed it to my eldest, again, who's 15. And she says, oh, that's totally a mom cup. Oh, my gosh. I have a bone to pick with Maggie on public <laughs> on a public podcast. This is going on iTunes, Maggie. So you better listen up, girl. <laughs> I know what this is about. <laughs> I know you do. I'm a grudge holder. I'm a grudge holder. Okay, so after I read Twilight, I was like, this young adult book thing is very interesting. It's very entertaining. And it's so different. Like, it's just a relief. It's just about having fun. And I am enjoying this. So mm -hmm. I heard somebody had a YouTube channel, a grown woman. Maybe she was in her mid-20s at that point, And she had read the Sweep series right. of books, which is about witches. And I will buy almost any piece of fiction if you say it's about witches. I'll probably <laughs> buy it. And it's way worse than tarot cards, for sure. Like, I will for sure buy it if you say there are witches in this book. And, um... I am totally with you on So I one. got the Sweep series, and it gets, a, it gets a lot of criticism, but what I gather is the book was doled out as, originally, as, um some kind of online series because there's pieces in as you're reading through the book series where she's thanking her fans for like encouraging her to keep putting the stories together so it, uh, it seemed like that to me and I saw okay. what everybody criticized I can see it with Stephanie Meyer too like this is not sure. literature people okay it's <laughs> it's just for fun it's for fun. It's entertainment. And some of us enjoy it, Maggie. And <laughs> so I was, I had, I have gotten rid of hundreds of books in the last, whatever, since I think 2015. And I had the whole series sitting there and we went to the Pagan Pride Festival last year. And I, I'm like, I'm going to bring this. And I thought Chloe would want it, her younger daughter. And, um, she, and come to find out when I showed it to them, Maggie and Chloe wanted it and Maggie's bigger and she won. And so she got the books. <laughs> and then Amber informed me <laughs> that when she went to go read the books, she said they were so basic <laughs> and she rejected did. them. And I personally felt rejected. Did she, your daughter call me a basic witch? Uh, I don't know if she did overtly, <laughs> but she is very opinionated. She always has been. I had to stop dressing her when she was two because it was <laughs> not a fight I was ever going to win. That's awesome. And she took a couple of looks at the books and was like, it's just like every other story. It has to be all about love. And like, <laughs> that's not what I want. <laughs> That's what like, I want. What do you want, girl? She's all, I don't know, but it's boring. 
she's one of those girls. Like, this generation is now growing up with women kicking ass. I grew up mm-hmm. on D- Disney Cinderella. I want to read about love stuff, okay? Leave me alone. And then, like, these gen- new generations are like, I can be Wonder Woman president of the universe, and I want to go on an adventure. Like, I really think... That is exactly what she told me. I want to go on an adventure. I do not want to deal with this love. Field. That is so cool. That's where how I feel in my life. <laughs> Just, right, right. Right. And I did like, I didn't get to that till I was coming up on my forties. So props to you, Maggie and all the young mm-hmm. women of the world who are like, what I, why am I spending all this time in this amazing jungle obsessing over this dude when I could be in the caves looking for treasure? Amen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you see, do you watch um, Saturday Night Live? I don't. Did you see anything after Saturday Night Live in which Donald Glover hosted and, and Childish Gambino released This Is America? Uh, I did watch some of the video. I have not been able to finish it. Sometimes uh, when you're a mother of three, you start things and don't oh, yeah. get to finish them. Oh, it took yeah. me forever to finish uh Beyonce's Lemonade because I just kept getting interrupted. Ah. Um, so no, I haven't watched the whole thing. But oh, I thought that I, just... I thought you were referencing the violence because it like has shocking violence in it. It does, but yeah. I but I see what I see why, and I and I get what he's saying, and I think it's an important thing to say. Um, but can I just say that all of that aside? I love his face. (laughs) I love the sound of his voice and his face is just too handsome. (laughs) I love, I love, I love, here's what I love. You love his face. (laughs) It's like everybody love on Donald Glover week in America for sure. Right. (laughs) But, um, I just love him as an artist. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god!" I I was I watched the first time I saw the video for "This Is America." I watched it literally at least fifteen times. I I just got into <laughs> this loop. You. It was over, and I and I had to do it with the video. Like, like you have to move. You cannot just sit there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I've watched him. I I don't know what it is. It's what's fascinating, people. This is, art is meant to be provocative. That's what yes. art does. It's supposed to provoke a feeling in you. If the feeling Absolutely. is negative, if you've been triggered, as uncomfortable as that is, the art did its job. And and Absolutely. so it's fascinating that people get upset about it because I just want to be like, it's working. Look at I, look at that. And um. <laughs> to me, that's like a little miracle as a creative person when you actually it is. get her it, an it emotional is a piece reaction. of magic. Yes. And so what's so brilliant about that song in particular, but all like lots and lots of his work, he, he has somehow managed to achieve this, is it's so pleasurable and hooky on your brain, like before uh-huh. the message even gets layered in there. And I think... I'm very passionate about propaganda. I'm like, right? I'm always happy to talk about propaganda because it's one of my favorite subjects because um, it's evil and <laughs> people don't know that the way their minds are being manipulated and their emotions. And to me, the antidote to that is artists because artists. Real artists. Yeah. Real. I mean, 
they use all of those tools in a creative way to hopefully put a, um, well, it's dangerous. This is dangerous. That's what's exciting about it. It's magic. It's witchcraft. It's dangerous because they end up putting together undeniably intoxicating hooks that you're like, I am moving my butt and I cannot (laughs) help it. And I don't know why, but I'm making the pasta and I'm like, (laughs) you can't help it. It's like primal. It's animal. And then they sneak their message in. Mm -hmm. And it's, (laughs) With the Amazing. lyrics, with the lyrics, yeah. And Love it. so, um, yeah, that's like power. That's there's so much power in that, like playing around with people's emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope more of the good guys have the power than not, but it comes all back to the superheroes. <laughs> it's so true, it's so true. Yeah, I um have been a music nerd my entire life. Yes. And, um, I, I love when something draws me in like that, when something, like you said, get its hooks in your brain and doesn't let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of like what Saturn's day evening post is made up of. Oh my God, I'm in love with this new thing. Whatever. <laughs> and I'm always, I want that feeling. It's like my drug. Like I, what's yes. the next thing yes. going to be? And it's never, not exciting. I always get like a humongous kick out of whatever my latest discovery is. <laughs> Even and if I, I want to tell everybody about it. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I'm going to cut us off right now. Cause I know you have to go to a party and I, I do. This is, this is what I want to ask everybody. Okay. If you liked this and you like Amber, Let's bug the crap out of her to come back on the show. Tell me. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. And I'll tell her. I'll see, I'll see if I can get her back. And, uh, I can't wait to see what happens <laughs> with that. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank Much you love. for having me. Yay. Bye. I have a question. Yes. If I have my car on, will you be able to hear it? Your car? Mm-hmm. Hang on one second. Let me turn it on and you tell me if you can hear it. Okay. To wait. Wait till all the sounds stop. Because <laughs> I'm sure you can hear those. <laughs> I might have to add that to the end. Like edit that in just for the fun of it. <laughs> that just for the fun of it. Okay. Yeah. That's, okay. That sounds fine. You're gonna, Is that okay? Yes. You're going to drive and talk or you're going to park and talk? Well, I'm parked right now, and it just depends on, like, <laughs> how long we talk. I know we can talk a super long time. Okay. And um, Remember, so. I my, the juice is dying on my computer, so it won't be a super long time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's... I'm just watching my time. All righty. All righty. You got a party to get to. Okay. Uh, I'm keen to not be there the second it starts it's totally fine okay fashion the fashionably late witch and yes and lee is on time he's probably already there with the kids so we're you, good you have a representative yes exactly okay the only thing i hear is that's that's problematic i don't know what it is it, it could have been like a phone cord or a seat belt or a, a this that yeah whatever that is that's my necklace. I'm going to put it inside my shirt. It will pick up things like that. Okay. Okay. And this is not... How fa- about now? Can you hear it? Nope. And this is not fancy. If you're making a bunch of noise, I can just tell you. <laughs> Super. This is not Charlie Rose. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, here we go, lady. Okay. All right. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.